Is it pumpkin spice time again? Hello, I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. We thought today we'd just give you some inspiration and some ideas. Fall is my favorite season. I think mm-hmm. it's Anita's as well. Oh, yes. I love and I it. did a little research online, and I believe that fall is predominantly the favorite season uh, for at least the people that took various polls and things that I was seeing online. Uh, But why is that? Because the spring we have all the beautiful flowers, but I do love fall. I just love it. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, they didn't really say why, but like I was talking to my daughters about it and both of them really love fall too, which is interesting because as a kid, you know, you think summer or Christmas time, mm-hmm. but they both love fall too. So I don't know. It's just that feeling. Must be all the pumpkin spice. The pumpkin spice. But I think also if you've been a kid or you have kids, fall seems kind of like the time of new beginnings. The idea of going back to school and there's something new, like that feels like such uh, an opportunity to start again, which may be part of the whole fall appeal. Yeah. Well, here it gets so hot. I mean, just the first cool morning, I just am just ecstatic. It feels like Christmas to me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So exciting. So, okay, well, let's get to it. Yeah. Well, I pulled out my bins and Uh I had greatly reduced my fall decor last year. You know what? I didn't find myself thinking, gee, where's that blah, blah, blah. I just knew there was less and I was happy with what I kept. So I have one bin and then one small, uh, sort of small container, like almost like a file size container Mm. with stuff that is a little bit more breakable. But I I do have some faux pumpkins because I bought those about a year or two ago when uh, one of the magazines was coming and I couldn't get any pumpkins because it was too early. Is that when you bought out some store and they were yeah, they were full of them. I remember you talking about them. Yeah. And then I had to decide they all had to be white. So then I tra- yep. painted them all. It was quite a production. So that really is the only item that's in this big bin. So I've got these pumpkins. I've got a couple of stacks of books that are sort of seasonally appropriate too. They talk oh. like maybe they're talking about leaves in the title or there's one about witches of Salem and things like that and definitely in the browns and um, blacks and uh, golden tones as so I have that and then I have some amber bottles and um, some acorns and a few other things tucked in there and that's really what I'm going to put out this year in addition to some natural elements. That's what I'm going to use this year. And of course, some real pumpkins. Well, I that sounds wonderful. And really, my emphasis as we go through this list is on very natural things. I don't like buying a lot of uh, fake things like the fake pumpkins. But the fake pumpkins, I think that's fine. I think that's great. But I don't do, you know, I don't buy a lot of stuff that says fall, y'all. And, you know, so... <laughs> that no that is so funny and one time I we we were in a group you may have been in this group it was like a group of bloggers a while back and there was predominantly girls that live in the south and I thought I was being cute being like oh you know something about y'all and I put it in an email and I spelt it wrong I guess y'all is it there's a certain way to spell that and Mm -hmm. I didn't spell it right such a Yankee like whatever yeah so I would definitely not have that or if I had it it would be misspelled on my sign 
Okay, so uh, one of the, m- my favorite things to use, whatever the season is, is to buy some ribbon that goes with that season and then just kind of putting it around the room. So that's really a pretty easy way to do things. And then, so I kind of have a new theme uh, for the house so I don't get bored with it. And ribbon is really a pretty inexpensive purchase. In fact, I just found my tartan ribbon that I actually bought from the UK and had shipped here <laughs> because that's uh, because I just love uh, tartan ribbon. So I just found it looking through one of the closets and so that's why I'm going to get some of that out to use for the fall. Uh but I think ribbon is such a great thing to use. You can use kind of um a check or a plaid. You can go with colors for the season, you know, tans, browns, orange, white, black. Um, I think any of those would work well. And you can even go off-road as far as your colors. I don't think you're stuck with orange and black. I love tartans. We have one for our family. Uh, But those are so beautiful to have. And this, if you have them, this is the time to bring them out. And you don't even, you know, with the tartans, you don't, they don't have to necessarily be fall colors, but it just kind of says fall, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I think of um, those stadium blankets exactly. and things like that and the, the tartan and the wool. And just, yeah, it's just really a lovely way to nod to the season without banging yourself over the head with a fall y'all sign. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good way to go. Now, I I love the idea of the ribbon. It could be a very inexpensive way to go. So give us some ideas of what, what would you do with the ribbon? Would you in, entwine it in a wreath or would you just... Tie it onto something. What would you do with that? Yeah, you could put it on a wreath. Well, really anything. You put it on a wreath. If you've got, I've got a lot of antiques that have those uh, keys in them, the antique keys. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great to put a bow on those keys. I put it on um, my lantern in my breakfast room. Uh, I put it on the newel post on my uh, stairwell, or you can kind of wrap it around your stairs all the way going down the, the handrail. There's some wonderful videos to learn how to make the multi-loop bows. And those are what I prefer. Those are the ones that I use around the house. And then if you get make those and you use some wire for those, then you can, uh, you know, set them aside. Maybe don't use them next year unless you want to. But you could kind of do those like, oh, I used those three years ago. Now I'm ready to see them again. Mm-hmm. Or you could just pull them out for each year. No, those are great ideas. And I was thinking about what you're saying about you don't have to stay with the colors uh, that are traditional Mm -hmm. colors of the season, the autumnals and the oranges. Thinking of a palette for you, Anita, like what about plum and a sagey green and a neutral? So then you could bring in the fall look with maybe some eucalyptus. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you could find a dried flower that had some of the plum in it. Hydrangeas, some yeah. wheat. Oh, hydrangeas, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. maybe you make a whole little like a posy or a bouquet of those. You know how they have the wheat sheaves that can kind of stand up. You could put ribbon yes. around that. Yes, I have some of those, and I love having those sitting out around. Right, the and house. even if you found like an inexpensive wheat sheaf that stands up, I think everybody probably knows what I'm talking about. You, mm-hmm. know, you can find those at Home Goods or whatever. And if you didn't like the color, say it has some sort of Halloween ribbon on or something, just. Get a ribbon that's wider and Mm -hmm. wrap around a a ribbon that you love. Exactly. In fact, speaking of all those colors you're talking about, what about our velvet pumpkins that you and I have? They're all over now. I mean, there's really not just one source for those anymore. The velvet pumpkins are all over, but we'll link to the source that we have pumpkins Mm -hmm. from or a couple of sources. We have them from shops that really do it right. You know, Mm -hmm. every velvet pumpkin is not created equally. 
that's and some of them have yes. fake stems and you really want one that is having a real stem and the velvets are not all the same so yes but that is something that you might think oh that's such you know it really is an investment you know some of the bigger ones or you get a collection of three you're talking about over a hundred dollars right right uh, but i've had my velvet pumpkins for several years and they look fantastic and that's one of the few things I get out every year and it just makes me smile. I am so happy. They're so beautiful. So you will not be sorry. No, you will not be sorry and you will use them over and over again and they always look elegant. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, my faux pumpkins that I had to get in a pinch and now I just feel kind of bad about throwing them away or giving them away. I did give some away to Goodwill uh, and all the effort I went into chalk painting them and they really did use them when mm-hmm. the magazine came because there was no way I was finding they wanted to do fall in may i was not finding right. a pumpkin no in California you can't get in may. No. if the house was on fire and i had to pick a pumpkin i'm certainly going for the velvet. <laughs> yes we know which ones you're getting that's right <laughs> so yes that's a great thing to invest in some other things like i was saying the vintage books you might be able to get those for a song mm-hmm. if you go to a thrift store or something like that so look for ones that have sort of a fall theme or at least the colors that you like that you want to use for your fall and then you put a little baby boo pumpkin on top of it done no no, you're not done wrap okay. the, put the ribbon on it oh put the ribbon on it there see and then you can put the baby boo next to it and so we did cute. mention baby boos i hope because go get the real little white pumpkins or the little orange ones they last forever too they do. It seems to be the smaller the pumpkin, the mm-hmm. longer it lasts. Maybe it, because they're, there's more flesh rather than just, you know, the empty inside. It's going to last longer than your interest. You're going to be into Christmas and still going to... I know. I always feel yeah. bad about my pumpkins I know. that I, are still around. Well, I guess you can make a pumpkin soup if you want to. Well, uh, well what I'll do is I'll... I bury them you know, or put them in the compost pile. Mm-hmm. And if you bury them, then you're going to get a little volunteer pumpkin uh vine coming up well it's so interesting you say that so i had some i had a a tea party tea whatever event here and the the bulbs you know they quit blooming and i i don't know i just kind of threw them in the back of my yard oh, in the right. back you gave them as little gifts or something or you had them for the table or something I remember well i had that. these on the table no right. it was like a, a square of them mm-hmm of these and they were all tightly together well i just threw those bulbs they were spent i just threw them i don't know why i just threw them behind my garage do you know i went out and looked and they're all coming up green shoots so i put them back in the container and i'm watering them now brilliant see you are a gardener you did it well if neglect is gardening then well sometimes it is sometimes Mm -hmm. things just are better left alone another thing that i love to use are feathers I think feathers are such a great addition to a fall display. Uh, you know, it kind of has the sense of the feeling. Like pheasant. Go... Exactly. Pheasant mm-hmm. feathers. And you can find feathers that have just fallen off. You're not inhumanely harvested feathers or anything like that. So you mm-hmm. can purchase feathers. So maybe you get like 10 or 12 feathers. And then you could add them to floral displays. You could just put one on top of this stack of books that we're talking about with a ribbon wrapped around it with the baby boo and put a, a feather right next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when we were in Round Top and I bought 
that um, whole the black feathers. black feathers. Yes, yes. I love those. <sighs> and they make such a statement in a vignette, even if it's just one on its own. It really does make a difference. Amber bottles. I have a little collection of amber bottles that um, when I used to be autumnal, I had them displayed on a shelf somewhere in my prior house but that's a great thing to bring out for the fall and maybe you just have it with a little sprig of something in it or nothing at all but when there's a little collection you have three of them or more in different heights it's just really really pretty well it's interesting you say that because i think bottles in general will kind of have a fall look now i have a few that kind of have a summer kind of sea glass look now those Mm -hmm. don't feel fallish but if you get the regular kind of uh just clear glass it tends toward the blue i guess or some that are kind of greenish Uh, i think those look great for fall i don't even think you have to go with amber you can put things in them Mm -hmm. or not Mm -hmm. and interestingly some of these rustic things some of the vintage things really have that fall feel so i so agree with you with the vintage books the vintage bottles and you know what else i think looks fantastic for fall and that is to use a wooden dough bowl or a wooden just a wooden bowl yeah. Um, and then you can fill it full of pumpkins. You can fill it full of uh, acorns, the baby booze, perhaps. One of my favorite things, I actually have the wooden bowl that a great-grandmother used for dough. Oh. Uh, I not, like nothing better than to put apples in there or pears. And the apples actually last longer, but I love sitting those out. And they're just so fresh and beautiful, and oh, they just yeah. feel so seasonal. Yes, I love that too, whether it be green or red or even some yellow ones. And if you have a long dough bowl or a big bowl or something like that, and you're like, oh, wow, how many baby booze would I have to get to fill it? You know, you can crinkle up some paper, you can put some even dish towels sort of balled up underneath it, and then, you know, start then layering on your decorative items that you're going to be in there so you don't have to fill the entire bowl with something. If you're doing a display in something flatter, like or like a long dough bowl or on a tray or something like that, You can also tuck leaves underneath. Mm -hmm. You could tuck seeded eucalyptus in between the baby booze. And I love what you're saying. And I don't think people realize this. If you have a massive dough bowl or some massive container that you're putting stuff in, just put some paper in the bottom, like you just said, or something just as filler. Like what about those olive buckets? I mean, you could just put something in the bottom of those too, and then fill them with with your pumpkins or... Well, what I did, I think I did it last year, is I put some of these fakies that we're talking about that I had to purchase Mm -hmm. on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then I put some white pumpkins on the top. So I wasn't buying more and more pumpkins because particularly if you were buying the Cinderella's or something like that, they're usually not that cheap. I mean, Trader Joe's always seems to have the best deal on the pumpkins. But, you know, if you have to buy that many pumpkins and you're just lugging all those pumpkins everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I made use of the faux ones that way by filling up the bottom of galvanized containers with them. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be really tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with challenges in life. But when you learn to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. Whether you're suffering from grief, anxiety, or just daily overwhelm, therapists can make you a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, 
BetterHelp is such a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. So if you want to be a better problem solver so you can face life's challenges without anxiety or stress, visit BetterHelp.com DTT today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-T-T for 10% off your first month. I kind of never want to take off my high horse cami cropped PJ set from Print Fresh. It's so cute I could even wear it out. Print Fresh is a woman-owned luxury sleepwear and home decor brand that is made for the lovers of pattern and seekers of the whimsical. And fall is a great time to add some Print Fresh to your home. The new Print Fresh Home Collection is fabulous, and you can mix and match all the patterns together. They all go so well together, you'll be mixing patterns like a pro. They also have throw pillows that add that perfect pop of print. And we love the new peel and stick wallpaper. There's something for everyone and every way to refresh your home with print and pattern from Print Fresh. So whether you're planning a total room makeover or looking for a quick spruce up to your space or want some great new PJs, Printfresh has you covered this fall with the perfect amount of statement-making products. Head to printfresh.com DTT or use the code DTT for 15% off your first order. What do you do with all those gorgeous photos just sitting on your phone? Well, I have the answer. You head to canvasprints.com because canvasprints.com offers the highest quality canvas prints at affordable prices, and they're so easy to use. Simply upload your image, choose the canvas size, and check out. You can even add a floating frame to your print for a beautiful finishing touch. I did that, and I absolutely love the frame prints that I got. If you have several images you like to display together, canvasprints.com also offers wall displays of curated canvas sizes made to be hung together. They also offer metal prints, poster prints, photo tiles, photo gifts, and so much more. What a wonderful place to buy something special and unique for your own walls and special gifts. Canvasprints.com is offering DTT listeners 25% off their entire order. When you use the code DTT25 at checkout, that is 25% off your entire order. So add a bunch of gorgeous photos, create some canvas prints and all the other opportunities for gifts or presents for yourself from canvasprints.com. That's canvasprints.com, 25% off using the code DTT25. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. Galvanized metal is also a, a thing that I think also evokes the fall. It just feels sort of like you drag your bucket out to apple pick or something like that. So that's mm-hmm. a really pretty way to decorate. Even if you had a galvanized bucket that sort of had a nice age to it, and say you found a mid to large sized pumpkin, you could just plop that right on top of it. Done. Oh, yeah. And another thing that you can mix in with pumpkins in a dough bowl or some other display are deer sheds. I think people have a misconception that deer are harmed uh, when you have deer sheds, but that's why I call them sheds instead of antlers. 
they shed them. They they come off, you know, break off, and then there you go. And then you can just pick them up and, or you can even buy the faux ones. Both of them look great. If you are struggling to find pumpkins or you just want to off-road it a little bit, how about pomegranates? How about some oh, gourds? Yeah. There are so many different kinds of gourds that you can pretty much find, at least here in California. We are kind of spoiled with the amount of produce that we can get our hands on throughout the entire year. But there are a lot of different gourds available. And so if you want to just start your fall decor even earlier than pumpkin season, start with that. Use some pomegranates. That's a beautiful, and that would bring in that a lovely sort of purpley maroonish color. Yes. If you wanted to do the palette we were talking about earlier, yes. And you know, in walking in my neighborhood, you know, I'm always looking to see how buddy how everyone's done their front porch, uh, and if I can see inside the house, even better. All the better. All the better. That's right. So that's why you want to go around dusk when you can see in. <laughs> it's so funny for I those that are too. interested. Like, hmm. Hey, dogs, how about a walk? <laughs> That's right. Uh, but anyway, there were these different sized lanterns all on the front porch and somebody had filled them all with the fairy lights and they were on and it was so pretty. Oh, so pretty. And I was oh. thinking, man, I need to go buy a bunch of lanterns because I don't really have too many, but it really was a stunning look and so easy to do. And, you know, if you have the lanterns, they work for all seasons. You're just going to change out what's in them depending on your season. But for the fall, you can put the the little pumpkins in there. You can put some ribbon in there. You can put pine cones, uh, anything that kind of works and, uh, you know, some moss in if you need to put to fill in some little spaces and then put in those lights. Uh, and it's just a beautiful look. But so, but anyway, you don't have to use just a candle in them, I guess is what I'm going to say. But if you want, that's even a great look. It's just several lanterns with candles in them. Right, and put them on the remotes or the ones mm -hmm. that have the timers, and then they'll just pop on when people like Anita are walking by, <laughs> and they'll really appreciate it. Really, I really will. Lovely. Another thing that you can uh, add to your front door or maybe even an interior door is a wreath. Now, I have told you I am still on the fence about how I feel about wreaths. I was really into them for a while, and I was always making a different wreath for a, different seasons and then kind of stopped doing all of that. Uh, but I took a look to see what was out there for all of you, and I found a really beautiful one at a site called Food 52. It's more of a culinary site. It's a really, really pretty, uh, they're calling it a half branch, so half of it is covered and the other half is uh, just left the grapevine, the, you know, the, the empty grapevine. Oh, right. I've seen those. <laughs> right. Which is really pretty, but it's really full on the other side mm -hmm. and sort of wild looking. And it's in this really beautiful tones, like sage green. And I was almost like a blue, but you mm. guys should take a look at it. We'll put the link in the show notes to that particular one. And I have to give a shout out to my mom because she just made the absolutely most beautiful fall wreath for her door. It is a showstopper. So good job, mom. Really. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, and this is also a time to set your candles out. Like you said, I prefer the ones on timers unless I'm, they're close by so I can make sure nothing's going to catch on fire. But, uh, you know, it's just a time for kind of coziness. And I think that's what we all like about it. And I think just the change of season. It's exciting every year. I have a couple of tips that don't really involve decor. Can I share them right now? Mm -hmm. They're garden tips. 
I want you all to resist the urge to clean up all your leaves. This may really run against the grain of a lot of people because we want nice and tidy and all those things should be blown away and put in plastic bags and hauled off to some landfill somewhere. Maybe this year you could leave your leaves or you could leave some of your leaves or you could gather all your leaves and then you can put them under your shrubs and around your perennials and sort of tuck them in for the winter, particularly if you're a person who lives in a cold place. This is going to do an amazing job of adding nutrients to your soil. And also, it's going to give all the little creatures, like all the little insects and a lot of our bees that live in the ground, an opportunity to nest in there over the winter. So think about doing that. There's a lot of good reasons to do it. I could keep going on, but enough said. Well, great idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back inside. Okay. Now that you've helped us with our extra leaves. And you know what I saw on uh, Pinterest I thought was a really cool idea was these were real acorns and someone had painted the bottom part different colors and it looked like it was nail polish. I don't know if it was that or just some glossy paint, Mm -hmm. but they were kind of glossy paint and some were blue, some were green and different colors. They looked so pretty. Wouldn't that be beautiful in a a glass bowl or Mm -hmm. just something where you could see through and see them? I think that would be so pretty. I'm just thinking somebody had a lot of COVID time on their hands. Well, (laughs) (laughs) even in my height of craftiness, when I was running two Girl Scout troops, I never paused in the action long enough to paint the bottom of an acorn. But now I kind of wish I had. You know, it sounds goofy, but they look nice. I saw something on Instagram not too long ago, and I was like, oh, wow. And then I thought, no, no, no. They paint. It's a mother and daughter team. They painted like, like beautifully painted, not just like one color. Painted little scenes inside oyster shells. Wow! Wow! Yes. Okay, that takes some commitment. Yes, a lot of commitment. And uh, my my first thought was like, oh wow, all those oysters. My husband loves oysters. All those oysters Peter's eaten all over the years. I could have been just saving those from the restaurants, (laughs) and then having these wonderful craft projects. But no. Wow, that sounds kind of involved. It does. It does. But yeah, mm-hmm. the acorn's pretty easy. Maybe you can even dip them. Speed it up a little. Oh, maybe they did Speed that. There crafting. you go. There you go. I don't know. Well, you have to be really careful and you maybe have to put painter's tape on the other part. Okay. It's too complicated. All right. Well, this one's a little easier. How about just having a basket of mums or there you go with some mums in it? And then I'm thinking about how we love in the fall uh, cooler months to have some birch logs in a basket or just sitting by the fireplace yeah looks like they're ready to go in whether you have show a wood logs. fireplace or not right show, yeah show logs <laughs> don't but let these, anybody put them on fire <laughs> thinking about i have a few more things here are some copper accents this is the time to have like a copper tray or maybe a copper pot that you've put some mums in or something i think this would be a beautiful time to set those out. Uh, I also saw on Pinterest some buffalo plaid painted pumpkins, Mm. which I never would have thought of doing, but they were really pretty. Yeah, I'm going to put that on the list with the painted acorn bottoms. Well, Well, uh, you know how, well, a few years ago, everyone was doing the decoupaging of the pumpkins, remember? Yeah, Yeah, I do. I do. I might have dipped my toe into that too. I've just become less crafty, although I do appreciate a good craft. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate everything you're saying. 
no, well, you know, I, I talk a good game. I mean, am I going to go do any of these things? No. But, um, I mean, all the crafty things. But, but I like, I appreciate them from afar. Yeah, well, it's good. To, it's, it's all That's good right. inspiration. You can yeah. see something and then it springs you to another place. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, enamel pitchers. I think that's also something that would be great with some dried flowers or those wheat shafts like you were Mm -hmm. talking about. Or what about the dried pussy willows that we found at Trader Joe's recently? I'm wondering, you know. I love that. But that's a a spring thing, I think. Well, they just, did they? Was that in the spring? Well, it seems kind of polished. (laughs) It was. was my goodness i feel like i just got them well that's when pussy willows come out i have no idea what month it is oh, i don't right. it's fall it's fall okay it's fall, it's y'all fall. stop it okay all right and then and then how about some little hay bales to put on your porch to put you know your mom's or whatever your uh, plants on top of that i think that would be nice now at our farm our hay bales are these round hay bales that are about six feet tall so i'm not talking about those i'm talking about the little squares Oh, wow. So they look like the ones in like a Dutch painting, the rolled up hay? Oh, yeah. They're massive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoa. That's very cool. Anita, what are we defining today? Today we're defining the term bijou. A bijou is a small, dainty, usually ornamental piece of delicate workmanship. Something delicate, elegant, or highly prized. So it can refer to small things like a jewel, but it can also be referred to a dwelling, like a house. So if you want to describe a house in a way that you want to say it's small, but it's also very charming and attractive, you could call it bijou. And this is not a term that I hear a lot in the U.S., but it is used a lot in the U.K. Interesting. Not to be confused with bougie, which is a whole different thing and not associated with a house. (laughs) I guess your house could be bougie. What is is that? Bougie is kind of like a little over the top, a little bling, a little sparkle. Little... Okay, well now we've defined two terms for you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your crush? Oh, my crush is so bijou. It's so tiny and adorable. Is that the right usage of that word? Yes, I think you did very well there. It's a, and what a nice segue. We don't plan these things, you know. (laughs) It's about an inch and a half, maybe three inch and three quarter round pumpkin, felted pumpkin. And you get a set of them and they're so adorable. I mean, they're just, mm, you just can't resist them. They are so cute and they're felted. So you could put some essential oils on them and make them smell really good and tuck them around places. But of course you don't have to do that, but you could top a gift with them. You could add them to a small size vignette. They would look super cute. You could put them in a clear glass jar and just have them sitting out for the fall. They're super, super cute. I found them on Amazon, but again, it's a small business. Glacier Art One, and it's a family-owned company. They come in a set. I believe we had 10 in a set. Really reasonably priced. Super cute. The link will be in the show notes. Okay, I'm going to have to get the link to this before this goes live. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them soon. What's your crush? My crush is the Instagram account of Milieu Magazine. So we love Milieu Magazine. It is well worth the money, full of high-end, beautiful ideas. But if you don't get the magazine, you can still see so many of their gorgeous photos on their Instagram page. Beautiful photos, inspiration, interiors, gardens, and just a wide variety of lovely details. 
Nice. Yes. You can't go wrong there. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. 